Hey, what's up, everybody? This is the Automotive Diagnostic Podcast. My name is Sean Tibbing. I am coming to you with another tech tip today. Uh, These tech tips are just short, little quick bits of information. No intro music, no outro music, just right to the point, something that might help you out on a day-to-day basis in the shop. So here's what today is going to be about. Um, I've run into this many times uh, doing mobile work where I get called into uh, to look at a vehicle that I'm told right off the bat is running rich and misfiring on multiple cylinders. And I almost know right away, especially when they tell me what type of vehicle I'm, I'm dealing with, I almost know right away when they give, it, give me those symptoms, I know what I'm going to find. I know exactly what to look for. So here's the deal. I'll tell you the type of vehicle this most recently has always happened on is a Chrysler vehicle of some sort, Dodge, Ram, Chrysler, whatever it might be. And the common theme that Chrysler vehicles share here is that they're speed density vehicles. Okay. And I'll, I'll tell you a little bit more about that as we go, but that's the common theme. And what the symptoms are is, hey, we've got an engine that's running poorly, seems to be missing on multiple cylinders, and it's running rich or sometimes even setting rich codes. But if nothing else, the fuel trims are negative, uh, smells really bad as it's running, and we can't figure it out what it is. A lot of times they call me, maybe there's a computer update. We think this is a computer issue because we're not sure where to go with this. And of course, Chrysler doesn't typically have very good misfire counters, although you can find misfire data under the OBD2 function in mode six, but you know, a lot of techs don't know to look for that. And it's not necessarily live data, but either way, um, they are correct. It is running rich. It is running very poorly, especially at an idle and it is misfiring, but here's what's going on with all of these engines. Here's their common theme that I know right away I'm going to find this even before I step in the door. And it's not because I'm any type of super genius. It's just because I understand how these systems work. And I want you to understand how these systems operate, because if we do, we know how they're going to react to specific problems. I know that all of these vehicles that I go into, a Chrysler that's running rich, negative fuel trims, misfire on multiple cylinders, it's got a mechanical engine problem, meaning most likely one cylinder that is a dead hole, mechanically not breathing correctly. And what this is doing is affecting the vacuum level in the intake manifold. Okay, And when the vacuum level in the intake manifold goes closer to atmospheric pressure, the same as if, let's say, we open the throttle, the MAP sensor is going to react to that as an increased engine load. And as it perceives an increased engine load, it's going to add more fuel to that engine. Well, of course, if we're at an idle and the throttle's closed and we have a misfiring cylinder because it's a dead hole, we have not in any way increased the engine load. But now we have an increase in fuel delivery without the oxygen to match it. What do you get from that? A rich condition, which not only do you have one misfiring cylinder from a mechanical problem, a dead hole, But now you may have other cylinders that are misfiring from an extremely large amount of fuel delivery based on the oxygen that's actually going into those cylinders. So 
anyways, techs that are working on these vehicles really seem to miss this. They don't catch it. And I want you to be able to catch it. I want you to be able to see the signs. Yeah, the engine's running badly. Yeah, it might even be missing on multiple cylinders. And there might even be rich codes, but you need to look first for a mechanical problem. Put a vacuum gauge on it. Do a relative compression test. Heck, here's what I do on these vehicles. The very first thing when I walk into these problems. I will hold my foot all the way down on the accelerator pedal and I will try to start that vehicle. This will put it into a clear flood mode where the injectors are turned off and the engine just cranks. Use your ears. You don't need any fancy scan tools. You don't need any fancy scopes, although the relative compression tests could tell you what cylinder, but just listen to it and you will hear if there's a dead hole if there's a broken valve spring if there's a valve leaking this is the one that i ran into recently uh, we had a valve leaking on a 36 uh, these chryslers seem to have a lot of mechanical engine problems at least lately in the last couple of years it's what i see a lot of regardless of the engine uh, they seem to have a lot of those issues now that's not to say other manufacturers don't have mechanical issues but a lot of other manufacturers use a mass airflow system in order to manage fuel delivery now if you're wondering more on the difference between mass airflow and speed density i'd like you to check out episodes 11 for mass airflow sensors and 16 for speed density systems. And I go in depth in how each of these systems is going to react differently to different problems, how we are measuring the incoming air to an engine and basing the fuel delivery off of that. And the fact of the matter is speed density systems are going to react differently when we have a mechanical engine problem. Anything that affects that vacuum level is going to directly affect fuel delivery to that engine. And again, the perceived excessive engine load or increase in engine load because the manifold pressure has moved closer to atmospheric pressure, just like if you were opening the throttle, it treats that as an increase in engine load. It gives the engine more fuel when it doesn't need it. And that does create a rich condition. There actually is a rich condition. Heck, you can smell it on some of these, but that's not the root problem. But that's what a lot, I see a lot of techs going after, and they can't find a cause for it, so they want me to come you know, reprogram something or tell them it needs a computer, when really, I just do a clear flood or I do a relative compression test, and I say, yeah, you've got a dead hole here. You know, Maybe I'll figure that out for you, but you know, if you want to check out and see what's going on, with that cylinder, that, that's up to you. Most of these technicians can figure that out at that point. It's just getting to that point that, yeah, you have a mechanical issue. But I'll tell you what, that clear flood and just using your ears is going to take care of that most of the time. You're going to be able to catch it. So uh, just a helpful tip because I have seen some technicians struggle with this recently. And again, this doesn't just apply to Chryslers. It applies to any speed density vehicle. We just see a lot of Chrysler vehicles with mechanical engine problems. So so, hey, that's it for today's tech tip. I hope this is helpful and useful in some way. Other than that, uh, make sure to check out the new episode that I will have out on Monday morning. Until then, let's get out there and start fixing the world one car at a time.